We thank Anchor for making this podcast possible. For all your recording needs, go to Anchor with Spotify. Anchor has helped us record, do a recording studio where we can record even when we're separated, and a whole lot of more really, really cool things. Thank you for listening. All right, welcome back. Um, yeah, it's been another long while. We, my phone didn't charge it wasn't working had to get a new one so we couldn't do any of the podcasts then scheduling conflicts it's been crazy the Seahawks are not in the playoffs for the first time in a while but you know it could be worse it could be if your team you know yeah if your team is not making the playoffs and that's the worst thing that's happening you're living a pretty good life. Yeah, exactly. But anyways, um, this divisional weekend this week was, was crazy. Tom Brady lost, which was the most the most happy thing that ever happened this month, I believe. Um, that was awesome, and I am. Um, I was crying in happiness um, for the fate of the 50-year-old football player. I'm sorry, I just hate Tom Brady. Do you think that he will retire? I mean, I know you hope so, but... No, the answer is no. He will never retire. He will be a 70-year-old, and he'll complain every time he doesn't make the Super Bowl. Like a psychopath. Well, he did say that he was considering retirement. And part of the reason was because these past couple of games, he's been getting hit a lot. And his wife isn't happy. He's not happy. And so he's seriously considering retirement. Oh, okay. Then I support him in only that part. Retire, please. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay, Darth Sidious. Yes. <laughs> um, but the other interesting thing about Tom Brady possibly retiring is that previously Rob Gronkowski had said, if Tom Brady's not throwing the football, I'm not catching the football. Oh. Well, now he said, I might stay in Tampa Bay even if Tom Brady retires. Oh, well then. So, what has changed? Is it the only reason he was staying in New England was because Tom Brady, but he likes it in Tampa? Um, well, I know this is controversial, but again, I have to hate on Tom Brady again. The only reason 
Tom Brady is looking good is because of Rob Gronkowski, okay? Wake up, America. I'm sorry. Um, I have to rant about Tom Brady, but I, I just don't like him. Anyway, what was the question? Well, I mean, that's a really good point. Rob yeah. Gronkowski retired, and then uh, the next year, the Patriots didn't get past the divisional round. Rob, Rob Gronkowski comes back with Tom Brady to Tampa. They win the Super Bowl. Exactly. I, really, I mean, that's a really good point. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how much of it is really true, but I think Gronk All brings something to the it. table. Oh, love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think Gronk really does bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. And I'll give him credit. He's really good. Gronkowski is insane. He's he's by far the best tight end I've ever seen. Uh, I I don't know about football history very much, but yeah, that dude's legend. And Bill Belichick never keeps anybody around. The three people he kept around were Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, and Julian Edelman. Yeah. I wonder how much of keeping Rob Gronkowski around was he's a really good player and how much of it was Tom Brady told Bill Belichick, you are not getting rid of Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. Because, I mean, they do have a bond. Who knows? But on the other hand, I mean... I was rooting for the Buccaneers. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I understand. The Rams are kind of good, but... I would have loved to see them lose to the Niners in the next round, but I hate the Rams more than I hate Tom Brady. I... I, I okay. Understandable. The Rams have done too many mean things to us. I'm convinced... They're cheaters and they pay the refs. I, I don't know if that, that that's far, but I, I know that's what Tom Brady did. So uh, anyway, um, I was going to say, what was I going to say? Oh, did you hear the uh, the thing where uh, the Rams the Rams stadium yeah. is not letting any of the 49ers in? So they removed that after all the tickets were sold out. They so like oh so before they even won the game before they even played the game they said for the championship for the NFC championship game at our home we are limiting risk we are limiting ticket sales to residents of the greater Los Angeles era. Now first that's petty because you haven't even played the game so yeah, it's kind of suspicious. I'm not gonna lie. You're right. It's scripted. The NFL has a script. Yeah, and- no, I don't know about that. If if it was scripted, if it were scripted, then it, the Super Bowl would be Buccaneers. Uh, Buccaneers. The uh, what 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 is it? The Patriots. Buccaneers. The Patriots. But I know. Very suspicious. I mean, the 13-second comeback 
with the Chiefs and the Bills. I mean, that's just good old football. I mean, it doesn't happen every game. If it, if it were scripted, that would happen every game. Every game would be super, super exciting. But no, that's not what happened. That's why I stopped watching the Seahawks this season, because it, it got boring. I'm not going That's because it's scripted. They didn't want the this year. But no. It's all scripted. But they would have still made the games more uh, uh, exciting. Well, at least. Even the ones that we lost were close games. Yeah. The Steelers game, we lost because Geno Smith fumbled the football. Yeah, that one was the Rams game. Both of the Rams games, we lost because of controversial non-pass interference calls. Yeah. At the very end of the game. Yeah, I don't know if it's scripted. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I, if you put in any controversy about Tom Brady, then I'll probably say yes and put on my tinfoil hat. Um, but I don't know about this one. But that Bills and Chiefs game was crazy. The Bills were down by like two touchdowns with five minutes to go. Gabriel Davis, two touchdowns. They're leading by three with 13 seconds left. Okay, think about that. 13 seconds. 13-1 Mississippis. Yeah. Now, granted, they did have three timeouts, but the Bills' defense was ranked number one in the league uh, that year. They they were the number one stat, statistical defense. Yes. So, I mean, how unreal is that? You get the ball with 13 seconds left at your own 25-yard line. You have to get to, like, the 35 to even have a chance to kick a field goal. But it's sports, though. That's that's how it works. <laughs> Nothing is predictable in sports. <laughs> you would. They had to travel forty okay. yards down the field in thirteen seconds. Well, I don't that, have enough tin foil to make this hat. Okay, <laughs> less than thirteen seconds. Yeah, no, it's not. I'm sorry. It, it's crazy. The best defense, forty yards to kick a field goal, send it into overtime. You win the coin toss, and you win in overtime. That's that's good football. All the games in the divisional round were decided on the last play of the game. Yep. Just let that sit for a minute. You never see that in the regular season. Because, well, part of it's because there's a whole bunch of teams playing, but that's good football. Yeah. The wild card round wasn't that good because of the seventh seed, and I'm not going to even touch on that. But if football... Is that quality? I mean, that's some of the best football ever in the history of the NFL. Probably. 
we we probably won't ever see that again. No, unless it's scripted. Unless it's scripted, yeah. <laughs> unless it's scripted. <laughs> oh no. Now, how about this for controversial? Do you think that the NFL should change their overtime rules? Now, the Chiefs got the ball with 13 seconds left. We know the story. They kick the field goal, get the coin toss, go down, score a touchdown, and the Bills don't even get to touch the ball. So do you think that the NFL should change the overtime rules? Um, yes and no. Um, I, I, I would say in the – you you brought this up before, in the uh, in the playoffs would be probably a good idea, and not in the regular season. But to be honest, I kind of wished they did the overtime like they do in the playoffs in the regular season, because I want to see. I, I don't want to see ties. I just don't like ties. Okay, I'm not a tie person. I like Thai food, but I do not like ties. Um. So uh, yeah, I, I just 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 don't just no ties, no ties, please. Okay, that's yeah, that's that's reasonable. Now, I think I have a way to where you could limit the amount of ties while giving both teams a chance to get the ball. So. Here's this. So the Kansas City Chiefs win the coin toss. Now, they know that if they go down and score a touchdown, the Bills will get the ball, but they have to score a two-point conversion. So now the Chiefs are thinking, okay, well, then let's go for the two-point conversion. So now let's say the Chiefs do get the two-point conversion. Now all the pressure is shifted over to the Bills. Now they have to go down and score and get a two-point conversion or else they lose. Uh-huh. So yep. they do. And then now it's next four wins. Uh-huh. So the Chiefs and the Bills get the ball. And now it's just down to next score wins. Now, let's say that this is the other scenario. Well, there's two more that are most likely to happen. The Chiefs get the ball. They know that if they score the two-point conversion, that the Bills have to as well. Now, they would have to regardless. But they miss the two-point conversion. So now the Chiefs are only leading by six. Uh-huh. So now all the Bills have to do is go down and score a touchdown with a point after the touchdown. And then yep. they win the game. So it's giving both teams a chance to get the ball and both teams an equal chance to win. Or the Chiefs play it safe. They go down, score the touchdown, go for the extra point, make it. And now, again, the pressure's on the Bills to go down and score a touchdown and they have to score a two-point conversion. Like, make that a rule so that if they don't, they lose. But if they do, they win. And it's it'll speed up the game, which the NFL is all about. If uh, 
the last scenario happens. It'll make exciting games if the first scenario happens and it could come down to a field goal and it's cl- a closer game. And, and everybody likes to change in sports with the rules. If the rules change in a in a weird way that kind of changes the game but doesn't make it annoying or anything, that, that's pretty like- cool. People want to watch that. That's that's yeah. pretty cool. That that's that's why the NHL added the uh, the shootout. Yeah, but here here's another good overtime idea. So what if if at, everybody is <clears throat> sorry if everybody is tied after four periods or four quarters? My bad, I'm a hockey guy. Um, they play a fifth quarter. 20 minutes, but the at the end of the quarter, whoever has as m- the most points wins. If it's tied after that, go to another quarter. So 15-minute quarters like they do. Okay, I, I do like that, but that... A bit too long? What? Those are longer games. Because that would be another, even if they, if they're tied after one, then it goes into another 15 minutes and that's 30 minutes. Well, yeah, but that never stopped hockey. I mean, there was a, there was the playoff, there was a playoff game that went from, uh, that had so many overtimes, 20 minute overtimes that, um, it, it ended the next day, and and they never had trouble with broadcasting or anything. But I do get what you're trying to say. But foot, not taking anything away from hockey, but football's a more physically taxing sport. People break their legs, I feel yeah. like more often than they do in hockey. Yeah, you lose teeth in hockey, and uh-huh. you have more subs. Uh-huh. You have different lines. Uh-huh. Line, second line, and you rotate. That's a that's a good point. You're right. Okay. Yeah, but I, get I it. like it. I feel like they could do that a 15 minute period, three timeouts. It's like an, a fifth quarter. But at the end, if they're still tied, I would say make it a tie. I know you don't like ties, but. Okay. At least it's not first score. Because not every team scores in in a quarter. I mean, teams have been shut out a whole game, let alone a single quarter. Yeah. I do I do like that. Um The Pro Bowl is coming up, and there are a lot of good players in the Pro Bowl. Now, the thing is, the teams that make it to the Super Bowl are, won't, they still like Pro Bowl representatives, but they won't play because they don't want to affect the Super Bowl. Now, which two teams do you think will 
make it to the Super Bowl and who do you think will ultimately end up winning? Um, who's left again on each side? Kansas City and the Bengals and then the Rams and the Niners. Oh, that that, that would be easy in my opinion. I think that would be Rams and the Chiefs and that will be the coolest Super Bowl in years. Who do you think will win the Super Bowl? Um, probably the Rams, as much as I hate to say it. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs, but I'm going to go with the Niners. because Now, I know it's hard to beat a team three times, let alone twice. Yeah. But the 49ers have beat the Rams six times in a row. Yeah. The 49ers own the Rams. Now, here's yeah. another thing. Even with their ticket thing and them trying to limit the amount of 49ers fans there are, there are not a lot of Los Angeles Rams fans in L.A. No. It's mostly San Francisco 49ers because... And Chargers. They were there the Rams used to play in St. Louis halfway across the country. Uh huh. And they were there for a good amount of time. So the Rams fans that were in LA were like, well, now what do we do? We don't have a football team anymore. So now they go and look around the closest one, the Niners. And they uh-huh. were good for a few years, so it makes sense. So I expect a lot of 49ers fans at the game. I expect the 49ers to play well. And I think that it's that like once every couple of games where Matthew Stafford is going to choke and the Rams can't do anything about it. Maybe. Maybe. And then I think the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl against the 49ers. All right. Well, um, it would be like a rematch from whatever Super Bowl it was a couple years yeah, ago. 2019. That would be cool, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No matter what happens, I think it will be an awesome Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of cool or maybe not cool things. Uh-huh. The NHL All-Star Game. Now, I saw an article recently that the NHL All-Star Game is losing appeal from its fans. Yeah, How I don't much- know about this one. I, I, I don't think that is true. Um, because, well... Well, the the best thing about hockey, well, from a fan's perspective, the awesome thing about hockey is the skills. The the skills mm-hmm. of the and that that's the thing in mo- most sports, I would say, and that's where they really get to show it all. Now that I, I think a couple years ago, <clears throat> they uh, they. Uh, they changed the format and it wasn't as good, but I think they'll change it back. Also, it's in Las Vegas, which is oh 
very yeah. popular for you know fancy schmancy, um, yep. cool shows and stuff. Yeah. Also, yeah. um, do do do. Oh, we didn't have it last year, so so Great. fans might be. Uh, they might. I I think they miss it, and I don't. Yeah. I I think they lost interest because they forgot about it. Yeah. Um. Now I will say this. I think the NHL skills competition is more appealing than the home run derby, the dunk competition, any other sports event. Yes, I completely agree with you. Yes. It it covers a it it's speed, it's controlling the puck. Yep. Home run derby, how far can you hit the ball? Dunk contest, how high can you jump and slam a ball into a rim? Yeah. The hockey skills competition is, it highlights the best players in the aspect of hockey, in every aspect of hockey. And I think that's why maybe the all-star, the hockey all-star game is losing a little bit of appeal. From yeah. The, I think it's because the skill competition is so good that the all-star game can't live up to it. Yeah. Yeah, the all although the All Star game is usually it's uh it's pretty um high scoring, super high scoring, like ten to eleven games, um, and and, and it's pretty short and it's like four v four I think, but yeah, uh, I I yeah I agree. The Pro Bowl skills competition is pretty cool because they. Never They're kind of like hockey. They do a whole bunch of other stuff. And then they do stuff that's not even related to football. They do dodgeball and stuff like that. And that's huh. pretty cool. That's I pretty think cool. the NHL and the NFL have the two best kills competition. Okay. Um, But they're, the surprising thing is all those young stars that are in the NHL aren't going to participate because the NHL won't allow them, but they aren't going to participate in the Olympics this year. Um, How do you think that will affect, one, the NHL, but two, the Olympics? Because we had a conversation about this last year, how the NHL, if I remember correctly, it was about how NHL players going into the Olympics just makes it better, makes the Olympics better. Yes, it makes it a lot better. Um, and, um, well, the, the last year was the 2021 Olympics. Or, no, the 2020 Olympics, even though it was 2021. But it, it's dying. Olympics is dying. No one was watching it. Uh, I was watching it, but nobody else was. And it was very sad. But it, if the NHL went to hockey for the Olympics, I I think that could have saved the whole Olympic franchise. But because, oh, there were like seven, there were like 70 cases in the NHL, even though 100% of them are vaccinated, they they decided not to. Although, I I do think that was the right decision, and here's why. Um, China. (laughs) China. (laughs) China. Um, if you, if you 
test positive in China, you go into a, a camp. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. n- not not as crazy as Nazi camp, but not as fun and exciting as a camp, 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 outdoor camp. Like, not a good thing. Like, Australia COVID non-vaccinated you camp. You go into a bubble. You go into a bubble, not a good bubble. Not your no, personal, oh, you it's my bubble. No. No, you don't get to float around. No, no. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, it's not great. Authoritarianism is not great. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Um. I... I think it's I think it's good for the NHL because they aren't losing their star players and they don't have to like postpone the season and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I think it will ultimately hurt the Olympics, but I also think that it'll help the NHL because they get to look at the young stars that they could bring the, this is a great scouting opportunity for the NHL. Yep, and the can perform on a multinational level. Uh, yep, and, and usually that would be the uh, the junior tournament, the junior hockey tournament, with with all the like future draft level like players you could draft next year. But yeah. since it was canceled, you don't have that anymore. But guess what? We have the Olympics. So that is a good substitute. Yeah. Plus, the Olympics for most players, would you rather join the Olympics or join the junior championship? I I would rather join the Olympics. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's time for the power play. All right. So, power play time. We're going to do a four-question power play where I ask Andrew four questions, and he is literally forced to answer. Help me. I'm running out of little things to say after he says. Yeah. I'm Brady holding a gun at me. I don't know. Anyway. I have implanted a chip into Penny's brain, and she can bite you at any moment. I triple dog dare her, no pun intended. <laughs> There's no way Penny will ever bite me. She is too cute. Exactly. <laughs> That's not possible. Yep. Although the people who are hearing this have no idea who Penny is. Penny is my dog, okay? All right. So question number one. Who do you think is the player to watch in this year's NHL skills competition? Uh, wait, how many questions are there? Four. Sorry? Four, okay. Uh, the answer is Nazem Kadri. Nazem Kadri has, well, we, we talked about him a little bit in our, um, in our Fantasy Friday. Go check that out. Um, but he's he's on fire. He last time uh, the Avalanche broadcast showed it to me, 
uh, he was like third in the league for um, for assists. And uh, since November twenty fourth, he has the most points in the NHL. Wow! So that that's insane. Um, so he will be. Uh, although I don't know what he would do in the skills competition because he's not super fast. He doesn't have a super hard shot. The, the The biggest thing is being a team player for him, and and so that would be like a an all star game kind of player. Yeah. All right. Question number two. Um. What team do you think has the well? What country do you think has the best chance? Gold in this year's hockey. Um, usually I would say Canada because it's Canada. Okay, they always have good players, but there are some really cool. There are some really good players on uh, uh, really good NHL prospects on both sides. Wins for uh for America would be Luke Hughes, which is the brother of Quinn Hughes, and Jack Hughes, which are some. Sorry, which are some good young players in the NHL right now. Um, For Canada, some big ones would be like Shane Wright, which is one of, if not the most, uh, the biggest player to to be drafted next year. Um, And then the next one would be Connor Bedard, which is... Everybody thinks he's going to be the, like the next Connor McDavid. I, I mean, I disagree, but I haven't seen him play, so who knows? Also, uh, Owen Power, who is the first, um, the first overall uh, draft pick this year, but he is he he's not going to play until next year. But he's just insane. Uh, he well, also he he decided instead of going to the NHL, he he wants to um, stay in school. Which in this case, I think that is a terrible decision because in the NHL you can get like a three million dollar contract, and you don't even have to be that good. And all you have to do is play for a year. So, and then after you're done, if you want to get a degree, you can't. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can okay. get like three degrees for being a great hockey player. Um, yeah. so um, yeah, I think honestly, though, with that decision, he needs the Canada. <laughs> it would be Canada. <laughs> I'm sorry, I saw America. I'm like, oh, never mind. All right. Question number three, who do you, th- are there any players that you think could be moved before the trade deadline? I mean, normally you would say Jack Eichel, but I mean, that's. Yeah, I mean, Jack Eichel is an answer for me. I don't know what to say anymore. Um, do, 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 do. Well, how long is a, um, how long is. Drew Bowers contract. Let me look. 
Because I feel like he's like a seven-year contract. Huh? I think it's seven. Seven years. Let me look. Six years. Oh, man. Okay. If that were almost gone, I would say he needs a trade. Uh, I, I, I want him somewhere else. I, I mean, I love the Kraken, but he needs a different place, okay? He he yeah. needs a place where he can thrive. Um. All right, what's another one? Um. Probably maybe a player from the Coyotes, because as I said in the uh uh Fantasy Friday, go check that out. Um, they might not be a team anymore, so yeah. the, the, the teams might want to be traded and uh, the players might, or the owner might want to get some money before he leaves. Um, if it's not a team anymore. So, someone like, uh, not Phil Kessel, because he's probably going to retire, hopefully. Um, Shane Gospensbear, or uh, what's his name? Keller, Clayton Keller would would probably be one of those teams or one of those players. Um, if I say if the uh, if Chicago does not look like they're going to the playoffs at that point, um, then a good player from then would uh, would be a good decision. Um, maybe to shake things up a bit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right. Question number four. So, in question number three, you said Philip Grubauer needs a place where he can thrive. Do you think that the Kraken could be that place in the next one or two years? I say more like for three years. Um, th- their draft, their uh, expansion draft strategy was not a good idea. I mean, that they, I-, I understood the strategy. They were trying to get the right players, not the best players, but that did not work. They got the wrong players and bad players, pretty much. Not, not like super bad players, but you know what I mean. They did not get great players that play together very well. Um, so they need a long rebuilding season and uh, get their young high draft picks to bond together. Um, yeah. All right. I, yeah, those were some really good answers and I felt like you nailed every single one of them. Um Let's head into Are You a Good Sport? All right, so last time we tied, and so I'm just going to ask you, do you want to go ask the questions first or answer the questions first? I would like to ask the questions first. Okay. So, um... Where was the first NHL outdoor game? Um, 
Ontario. No, it was actually, this was a terrible idea. Las Vegas, the ice started melting during the game. I know uh, that happened last year, but wow. Yep. No, no, last year they did, they, last year was, it was Lake Tahoe. Yeah, but the ice started melting. Oh, yeah, they had ice problems, so they did it at night, I forgot. Yeah, you're right. Usually it's cold there, but sometimes it gets hot. I've been there before. It's kind of weird. Anyway. All right, question two. What kind of business does Gretzky own? Hint, not hockey. <laughs> uh, um, a shoe business. No, it is actually a wine business. Okay. Called Wayne Gretzky Estates. Uh, how, or uh, what kind of cancer did Mickey Mantle die from? Uh, lung. Liver cancer. Okay, I didn't even know he died from cancer. Yeah. Alright. Um, what, what tattoo does a basketball player Scotty Pippen have on his forearm? What tattoo? Yeah, what what word does it say? Oh, what word? Um, swish. It says pip. Okay. Kind of weird, but okay. It was kind of a random question. Anyway, what was the tallest basketball player? I... Or no, sorry. How tall was the tallest basketball player? Oh, um, 7'10". No, it was actually 8 foot. 8 foot? Yeah, his name was Soleiman Ali Nashnoosh. Okay. Yeah, he needed, like, crutches. Yeah, I think I remember hearing something about that. All right, so all you have to do is get one point. All right, so first question. How many games did the Colorado Avalanche win in the 2020-2021 season? Uh, well, they only had 56 games back then, and they had the best record. So it was good, but under 56. So, I'm going to say 37. Oh, wait, 39. no. 39. Okay, that was close. Never mind. Wow. Yeah, that was that was really close. Okay. How many regular season wins does Tom Brady have? Well, he's played for... May I use calculator? Yeah. Let's go. How long is he been? I'm not going to look it up, but under probably around 12 seasons. And he's played about. Let's see. 
Maybe. I'm gonna I'm say just gonna help you out. It's more than twelve seasons. Okay, I'm gonna say it's like sixteen seasons. That's closer. I can go. I'm gonna say he got at least nine wins each season. Holy moly. Um I'm going to say 144. You were 100 off. He won 243 games. <laughs> okay. I was only 100 off. Okay. All right. All right. Then. So, since we're do doing uh, who's better, Messi or Ronaldo, how Messi. many goals does... How many career goals does Messi have? Well, it's got to be less than Gretzky because it's soccer. And, uh, his it career is, is not over. What? It's less than Gretzky. Yeah, I can tell you that. Uh, I'm going to say 824. That was way too high. What was yeah. I thinking? 600 probably? 475. Yeah, okay, not even close. What was I thinking? Yeah, I'm All sorry. Right, so now that you have a better ballpark, how many goals has Ronaldo scored? You're probably going to blow my mind and say more, but I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to say 378. 487. Ah! Okay. Right, last question. Is Barry Bonds the all-time leader in home runs in the Hall of Fame? Is it true or false? Um, and I'm going to... Ah, well, I know you spend a lot of time in football, too. So the odds that he, he would never, actually get that many home runs is very little. He never he never played in the NFL, and the part wait, about what? the home runs is true. Oh, Barry Bonds, wait, I'm thinking of someone else. Barry Am I not? Sanders. Yeah, Barry you were thinking of Barry Bonds. <laughs> I'm thinking of someone else. Okay, I'm an idiot. Um, Barry Bonds is the all-time home run leader. That's true, but is he in the Hall of Fame? Oh, is he in the Hall of Fame? Well, now I'm going to say no. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. You are right. He is not in the Hall of Fame. Nice. <laughs> so how the Hall of Fame's voting system works is you have 10 years after you're on the ballot, to yeah. get in, to get 75% of the vote to be able to get into the Hall of Fame. This hmm. was Barry Bonds' 10th year on the ballot, and he didn't get in because he used PEDs, performance yeah, I, drugs. Yeah. It's stupid because yeah. I he he was good without the PEDs. Wipe those yeah. 
wipes those seasons oh, the is, and he's the still a Hall of Famer. They're taking the award away from him because of the choice he made, the bad choice he made, obviously, of taking drugs. So it was more of a consequence more than did he deserve it or not. Well, he was suspended. Well, yes, but... And the Veterans Association is... The Veterans Committee, like, 10 or 20 years down the road, whenever he's eligible for that, will vote him in. He still has a chance, but not for another good couple of years. All right, but you won this one. Yay. Um, Hopefully we'll be back next week with another episode. And we thank Anchor for making the podcast possible. Adios.